Welcome back to the program. We have made the transition uh, from football to basketball, from cold November playoff games to warm and cozy gymnasiums. Uh, it's uh, a good time of the year as uh, we wrap up our football coverage and head uh, full steam into basketball coverage on the program. Uh, the New Hampshire High School Hoop Show will Start live on location from Concord's Community College, NHTI, the Coaches for a Cause preseason jamboree. And uh, this has really, Dave, uh, developed into the premier preseason event around the state for high school basketball. And uh, it's been awesome over the previous three years putting this thing on. Now we're in year four, new venue, NHTI and Concord. Let's talk a little bit about that and the decision to, to move it up there. Yeah, Paul Hogan and his staff uh, were really excited to get them involved. We, you know, we partnered with NHTI, and I think it's a great op- you know opportunity for kids in the state of New Hampshire to be on that campus and really see you know the possibilities of going there as a student. You know, transferable credits to four year institutions, and they've got some great programs over there. So. We're really happy to have them on board. It's a great gym, great floor over there, and I think size-wise, I think it's going to be a. I think it'll be pretty good for this venue. Londonderry was so huge that I, it, it's maybe it didn't look full. Some games, like I remember that Central Pelham game last year, like we had a really big crowd on both sides of the gym. But I think for NHTI, you're going to get more of a. It's going to feel a little more packed. You know what I mean? And and um, I actually went. Um, back on YouTube and the video for Pembroke versus Trinity was on there from year one. And that place was like, there wasn't a seat to be found. That was in Alvern, right? Yeah. At Alvern high school. So yeah. we, we're hoping to uh, have big, big crowds again this year. And I, I think we will. I think the matchups, uh, I'm pretty happy with how they came out and especially the late afternoon games. I think people, I, I know a lot of people were like, I'm coming to, I got to see this. Now let's talk about what, you know, the objective of the tournament was, I mean, we didn't want to see, you know, your uh, holiday basketball tournament where you play a team that you play once or twice during the regular season. We tried to make, put matchups together, which you wouldn't see. Yeah. I mean that the whole idea really began with, you know, when BG won the division one title under Jim Mignall and uh, Milford won the championship under Dan Murray and there was a lot of arguments over who would have won that game. And they had played in the preseason. And it's hilarious. Like, cause Is this I talk- like 2009? I believe so. Part right? of Milford's back-to-back and run? So, you know, I think that was when the uh, the forum the the forum on our website was really hopping. The bulletin board about who was the be- truly the best team in the state. And um, so, you know, it really kind of came out of an idea of let's get, you know, the best lower division programs and, and not just a – you know, this, these are real games. People probably know by now, if you follow any sports page, you know, these are big crowds. Justin McIsaac announcing every basket and doing his wrestling thing and, you know, officials. And, you know, um, you know one of the, Corey McCarthy is the head coach of uh, New Mission High School, the Boston City champions who are coming up to play Portsmouth, the Division Two champions from New Hampshire. And he said an email, and he said, so is this like a regular scrimmage? Like, we, we start to score over at halftime? And Kevin Bond's like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is like a real game. Eight-minute quarters and foul outs and, you know, and the whole thing. So, um, coaches, Whistles and everything. Oh, God. We, you know, we, the coaches always say it's so great being in this because it, re- it replicates. It's a game that it feels like it counts, and they play it like it counts. Um, and they're able to replicate what it's going to feel like on opening night and every night after that with a big crowd and – um, 
I remember the Pelham kids saying, they go, this is one of the biggest crowds we've played in front of for a lot of the year until Kona came to town. And so, um, you know, it's it's always hard doing the matchups. There's always teams, you know, I have coaches who are friends of mine who say, you know, I'd really like to be in that next year. And it's hard to squeeze it in. And we went with four less teams this year, um, just scheduling-wise. And then, Over one day instead of splitting it up over two yeah, days. Yeah, we did over two. I think, you know, next year we're, we're going to try to go back to two days and 16 teams, but just 12 teams this year and 11 from New Hampshire. And then, of course, as I said, we've got the from Hyde Park, Massachusetts, the Boston City Champions. Um, who have been playing in the Fall League down in Andover, Rick Gorman's great league, and they're going to be ready to roll for Portsmouth. I know Portsmouth's been in the gym, open gym playing and getting ready. and um, So I, I, I look forward to all these games. I think there's great matchups. So it all starts at noon, uh, NHTI in Concord. You got a Division One versus Division Two matchup. Pelham's been playing really well in that same fall league. Kyle Franks had a really good year. Drew Brown, the next. Keith Brown's little brother comes right on in, uh, and they're going to be playing uh, the Fighting McIsaacs of Spalding High School, Cal Conley, um, uh, Ari Brakefield, uh, you know, they, Matt Roy, they, they, Keegan Calero. They've got five stars back from that quarterfinal team that knocked off Exeter in the first round, a very good Exeter team. So that's going to be the first matchup at noon, and I think it'll be a great one. One thirty, Londonderry. Uh, is going to play Hollis Brookline. Jake Coleman's had a great fall. He's really kind of stepped up and been one of the best players in that league. Hollis Brookline and Mike Susie's got a lot coming back, including Matt Simcoe. Um, they're going to be one of the best teams in Division Two. We saw him lose that heartbreaker to Central. Excuse me, to West last year. Three o'clock, Manchester West is going to take on Merrimack. Uh, Danny Bryson's team is going to be a Final Four favorite again in Division Two, and Merrimack has Ian Cummings and Danny McKillop back. Um, and then 4.30, uh, New Mission High School taking on Portsmouth. Portsmouth, five starters back from their state championship team in Division Two, And they're trying to do something that, to my knowledge, no one's ever done. And that's win one division and then move up the next season and win that other division. So they would go back-to-back in two different divisions, Division yeah. One, And Division One's going to be pretty open this year. I, I, Portsmouth's a favorite, but Nashua North's going to be really good. You know, Bedford's going to be very good. I think good. Nashua South's going to be good, I think too. Nashua South's going to be really good. I think uh, Winnicunit and Spalding are going to be very good. Um, and I think BG could be a sleeper with Matt Regan um, taking over there. They're, they're kind of a late-season sleeper. Dave Keefe taking over at Central. We're going to get them on opening night. I'm going to be in Portsmouth on opening night when Portsmouth takes on Central. So, again, very unique. We have two defending champions facing off on opening yeah. night. Mm-hmm. So, very unique. Uh, six o'clock game is going to be Lebanon, who's the favorite in um, in Division Two. They have four or five starters back. I think Ro- did Robert start last year, but they got Islander back, Chickering back, and of course Keith Maddie, Ryan Milliken. They're going to be the favorites, the big favorites in Division Two. They're taking on Winniconnet, who returns a ton of kids, Liam Viviano and uh, Freddie Shockey and Zach Waterhouse, who I think is going to have a big year shooting Didn't the basketball. Shockey have a little brother. Jack Shockey, he's supposed to be real good. Real good. He's a sophomore. He's playing. Oh, yeah, he may start for him. Uh, and then last game of the night is really sort of the theme of this tournament is the lower division teams. Uh, Nate Camp and Kearsage, who lost a very, very close championship game to Pelham last year at Southern New Hampshire. They have Taylor Matos back and Tommy Johnson, uh, three starters back from Kearsage, and they're going to play Bedford, Mark Elmendorf's team. I was talking to Mark who's an assistant football coach at Bedford as well, uh, on the field. And he said, oh, we're, we're ready to go for the Jamboree. Does Shabrick play basketball? I don't know. I don't think 6'4 so. receiver. Oh, man, they got some big kids over there. Bedford uh, I never know Colby Jenner. I mean, that's going to be 
a interesting battle of big men, uh, Taylor Matos against Colby Gendron. Yeah, is Gendron still there? Or did he graduate? No, he was a junior He's last junior year. Junior last year, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, they're going to be uh, very good. Bedford is deep. Uh, Mark does a really good job with those kids. So I think all those games, you know, so you and I, it will be a similar day to UNH where you and I will do the radio show from 9 to 11. I'll figure out who our guests will be. Last year we had Sean Young when he was on the bus heading down to play Salem in that first game. That's and right. he, he was He knocked it out of the park. And then that last game probably gets over around 9 o'clock. Uh, so it'll be a 12-hour day for us at NHTI, but uh, but a great day. And, and we'll be exhausted, but uh, it's a great event. And, I mean, you see a ton of coaches, a lot of scouting, and uh, uh, it's going to be fun. It, that's always a great day. I get to kind of see all my friends, you know what I mean? The and there's also a charity element to it as well. Yeah, the, the money, uh, the, some of the proceeds, a lot of the proceeds go to the uh, New Horizons uh, Food Pantry and Homeless Shelter in Manchester, our friend Charlie Sherman involved with, and... Um, you know, Pete and I did a tour there the other a couple of years ago, and I always say that, you know, when you really understand what a lot of people are struggling with, uh, especially during the holidays, and it's heart wrenching, and you want to do anything you can. So we've raised a couple thousand dollars every year for those programs over there, and, and we're very proud to be associated with such a great cause. Um, and, and and again, that you know. It's fitting that this time of the year in December, you know, we're able to give them a check right before Christmas. And I know every little bit helps, but when you hand them a check for a couple thousand dollars, it feels pretty good. What do you like most about basketball season in compared to football season? I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I played it obviously my entire life. And if I wasn't doing this, I probably would be coaching it. And um, I'm a college basketball junkie. And, um, you know, for me, Basketball is just a little different because there's five kids on the floor in shorts and 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 tank top and you you see their facial you know football like you know I'll give you an example Bedford had that really bad penalty that didn't end up costing them the game but they had a um, a bad penalty at the end of the game you know and 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 Bo had the face mask penalty mm-hmm. you don't even see the kids expressions you can't you're just so far away you're you're a hundred yards away from these kids, and you can't see them because they have a helmet on. You can't hear them. In basketball, it's so personal. It's you're right there. I mean, we're courtside a lot of these games, and you see the kids, and you see sometimes the fear on their face, the excitement on their face, the intensity on their face. You see the coaches. You know, on the football sideline, there's a hundred people, or even for the smaller divisions, there's twenty five or thirty people, and this this coach and that coach and that. It's so personal with basketball and. Um, Sometimes you're sitting in the middle of the crazed fan base. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think it's the greatest sport in the world. Basketball, to me, is, is the best sport we have. And so it's, uh, and high school basketball, to me, is better than the NBA and better than college. I just think it's the greatest thing in the world. And uh, it's so hard to get there and finish it off. And it, it's such great stories. And we have such a relationship with these kids that they're looking for us after the game, and I, I don't know, this is, I can't find a bad part of it. It's it, I, and as you know, I'll be up in uh, in Groveton this year for Colbert Groveton. So I mean, it doesn't matter to me the size of the school. It's it's about the kids in it. That Groveton team, man, Corey Gadwall, yeah, Dagan Lurvey, I'm yeah, Austin Lesprince. I'm I'm really excited for them and maybe a chance to get Mark Collins his sixth championship. So um, I'm juiced up, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. Listen, I don't, you know, I get the Brian O'Reilly's and the Chris Sanborn's of the world go, oh, come on, you're a basketball guy. I, I, I do a lot of work <laughs> for football, yeah. and I like football very much. So uh, I know they're just teasing me, but uh, 
but no, I I thought it was a really fun football season in particular. I enjoyed it. I loved being that Wyndham Plymouth game was tremendous. Yeah. Atmosphere and the kids were tremendous. Yeah, and I'm always going to remember the Merrimack Bedford yep. you know yep. game, especially the finish and you know the atmosphere is fun. And to me, the best part of doing this is you know after the games talking with the kids. You know, doing post game interviews, the, the post game reaction, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, it's just a lot of fun to do. So, hey, I just want to thank you, Dave, for another great uh, football season. Looking forward to working with you as we move on yeah. into uh, hoop season. You're the best, Tim. Great you, job. You got to do the undefeated dance. Thank God. I mean, God, uh, Wyndham and 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 Manadnock let you down, but uh, Bedford came through for you, and you got to do the undefeated dance and. Uh, who are the early favorites? I don't. I got bad news for you. I can't imagine you doing an undefeated dance in Division One basketball because it's just going to be no. too wide open. Maybe in D two. My good friend is going to be very angry with me when I say what I'm about to say on, on the radio. Your Lebanon Raiders are probably your best shot to do the undefeated dance. In all right, State of New Hampshire. That stuff is all coming up as we make the transition. The New Hampshire High School Hoop Show been a great football season for Dave Haley, our producer Tim Glenday. Uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend, everybody. All right, that's a.